Hi friends, I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a Love Like This podcast. Live, obey and love right where you are because that is exactly where God wants you to be. Today we focus on the idea that no matter where you are in life, God has a perfect plan for you. Right here and right now, you are living a moment that was planned and curated before you were even born. If you take the time to just be still and appreciate where you are in life, I promise you that you will find just an overwhelming sense of peace, empowerment and happiness. We can't wait to share this episode with you guys, but before we do, make sure you are following A Love Like This on Instagram at A Love Like This Podcast. We have been sharing some inspiring photos and messages, but also giving you guys the opportunities to ask us questions and give us feedback. As always, thank you guys for always tuning in and make sure you're subscribed and enjoy this week's episode. So I wanted to speak about something that has been brought up to my attention this week. And um, it's this idea about being where your feet are. And I'm not just talking about being present in the physical that I feel like we do a lot on this podcast where we talk about, you know, how can we use our days more? How can we be more present with our life? But I'm talking about um, seeing things from the lens of how Jesus sees things right where you are. And so I'm really excited to get into this because, like I said, it has been something that has been brought to my attention, but it's also been something that I've been learning in this past week and something that I'm really trying to infiltrate in my life and we're excited to just chat about it. So I feel in my eyes that being where your feet are and looking to him day by day means that you're giving him room to reside in the mundane of your life. And him doing this means that he will transform everything around you inwardly and then outwardly. Mm. And I think Paige and I are both super passionate about that whole idea about, um, you know, getting your inside world put right to see God move in your outside world. Um, So we're going to first get into like this whole idea about be where your feet are, if that's cool with you, Paige. So um, we've spoken, like I said before, we've spoken in past episodes about this sort of overarching idea about what it means to be present. But today I really wanted to speak on being where God has you right at this moment are you a uni student are you a full-time worker are you a parent of three kids a high school student or whatever it is and wherever you are I think that there is so much power in authentically engaging your life which is what I heard Bob Goff say in a podcast this week about authentically engaging your life to walk every day in the confidence and the knowingness that God has you right where he wants you and I think there's a lot of power in that when you shift your perspective to wake up every day and be like where I am is exactly where God wants me and doing this I also feel like it it eliminates the whole idea about comparing your life and it gives you more contentment. Like for an example, if you wake up and I don't know, you're a busy mum and you have heaps of kids, not that I can relate to that at all, but you're a, or you're a uni student and you have heaps of assessments and you go on Instagram and you look at all these people traveling the world, you know, living in all these cool places, doing all these amazing things. And you start comparing your life to theirs. Um, it's taking you away from where God has put you right now. And there's power in your life right at this present moment with whatever it is that you're doing. And also the fact that God delights in the mundane of your day. You know what I mean? Dropping your kids off to school, doing your uni work, studying in high school, whatever it is that you're doing, God is actually there in the mundane. Yeah, I think for sure that whole um, promise that there is purpose in the now 
Um, it eliminates a lot of worry and anxiety for the future and also going back in the past. So I find that this idea when I was listening to this podcast this week was about how do we like authentically engage our lives? How do we not compare our lives to somebody else's and find contentment right where we are? And I think it falls under this idea that yes, God does dwell in the mundane. And yes, God has you, the person listening to this, whatever it is that you're doing, even if it doesn't seem as successful or as good as where other people are, that that is exactly the place where God wants you right now in your life. And I think in that knowingness, there is just so much comfort and there's a lot of freedom in that so that you can actually go out, enjoy your day, getting the most out of it, knowing that you are exactly where God wants you. Like be where your feet are and delight in the mundane of this, of, you know, your day. So the thing I love most about this idea is that it kind of eliminates like our own ideas of what success looks like. You know what I mean? Like instead of looking at whatever categories I said, whether you're a mom or whatever, you're looking at somebody else's life and you think that that's, you know, that's your measure of success. When I get this, then I'll be happy. When I get that, then I'll be fulfilled. But at the end of the day, like if you're content with right where you are, knowing that God has you there, then that's all that matters. And then you'll find contentment in, you know what I mean? In your life right now. So Paige, you heard this sermon, um, I think it was like, when was it? The end of last year, the beginning of this year? Whenever it was by Michael Todd. And I feel like this is a good branch off that you're going to get into now of what I'm saying about what it looks like to be planted and like still right where you are in your life right now. Yeah. um, So when Michael was preaching this, he had an image up of on the screens. Unfortunately, we can't do that. But if you could picture this in your mind, that would be really cool. So I want you to like imagine just like ground, like just soil and then picture like two seeds and they represent us. So on the left side, that seed represents what the enemy deceives us as um, just dead seeds, not growing anything. It's kind of rotten and um, and you're constantly being buried underneath the soil. But then there's another seed and this is the seed that God plants um, and basically this seed has heaps of roots underneath the soil. So that could be pivotal moments in your spiritual life, in your physical life. For example, like starting a new school, that's a root. Or like even just going for a one, like all these little things um, that make up who you are represent those roots and they keep going underneath the surface. And then eventually they like kind of sprout into like a little shrub, if you will. And that keeps growing and growing, growing, growing and growing into like an oak tree that's what God says he wants you to be and so basically the cool part about this is that not only sometimes we feel like nothing is happening like on the outside in our Mm. physical world like our everyday is just like bland it's the same over and over again but there's actually so much root and things going on underneath that nobody really sees but God is using to eventually grow a stronger healthier tree anyway and another truth that God says about this which I find just really really cool is that he wants you planted besides running waters. And so he is that running waters. So whether you're in winter, summer, autumn, I mean that metaphorically, you never grow thirsty. So your leaves will never wither. So you'll keep growing regardless. Um, But basically what he was saying in this sermon was that we tend to plant ourselves up and move. And it's just destroyed all the work that God's already done there. But, and then I think if you, if you allow God, like, it's kind of hard to explain if you're aware that God is using your everyday for his good in whatever upside down world that, you know, he's working in. 
it's walking into that knowingness of your nine to five job every single day, your everyday morning routine, your everyday mundane things is that God is actually using that whether you believe it or not. Yeah, when you think about this, it also comes down to um, being still. So a whole part of that message was like, on kind of like, I didn't even know gardening terms, but like if you unplant yourself and move somewhere else, again, like all that work that God was doing within you was just destroyed. Yeah. He has to start again. He's like, why would you do that? I had so much, you know, like mm. there was so much depth to you and so much work that I've already done and you just moved yourself away. That's so, so true. And I think that comes He's like, come to me, plant yourself. That's right. Again. It comes under this idea. I find in a world that's where so, we literally can wake up and instantly grab our phones and see where everybody else is at their lives just depending whether or not what they want to show us right we look at our phones and we instantly see this person's that place they're at this point in their lives like whatever and then i find sometimes with the unhealthy comparison that we spoke about in another episode you instantly fall into this trap of like oh my gosh like my everyday sucks like what am i doing with my life but what that's doing is it's actually it's clouding this really dark cloud around your purpose and what God wants to do with you in your life right now. And it says in, um, I wanted to read something from my message because it's so good. Don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. And I find that that's such a beautiful, that's such a beautiful sort of just really simple terms of how we should live our lives. We spoke about this in a few episodes ago that, you know, I I know for a fact that I don't want to take life too seriously. And when we live every day with that attitude that, you know, God's using me in ways that like I can't explain, I don't know, but I'm going to live, obey and love right where I am. Oh my gosh, you'll see your life transform. But one of the other things that I love in this is it says, um, where is it? Oh, here we go. This just fits perfectly with what I was just saying. It says, don't overcomplicate your life unnecessarily. Keep it simple in marriage, grief, joy, whatever, even in ordinary things, your daily routines of shopping and so on. Deal as sparingly as possible with the things the world thrusts on you. This world, as you see it, it's on its way out and I want you to live as free of complications as possible. So it's almost like, okay, you know that Jesus is using your every day. And you're comforted to the fact that, yes, he has a plan for you. And when you really think about it, it definitely is like it fits inside that whole God's timing idea. It's like God's timing is when he knows already, not when we think we are. The sooner we accept that, then the sooner he can work his plan in our lives. And I find it such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful picture when you really love and enjoy your everyday and you enjoy being right where God has you. Even if it is a nine to five job, sitting behind a desk, you know that this is where God has you and you love and obey right there. You be where your feet are and what that's is authentically engaging your life. You're engaged with your life. And then that is how God is going to use your, that's how his plan gets worked out. That's such an encouragement because it's so easy just to be swept up in your day and wish it was the next and you wake up wishing it was the next because Mm. today sucks so bad. Um, that is a really good word yeah. and a really good message and such an encouragement to me as well. And something really cool as well is I find that when we're, whole, when we're talking about this whole sort of like perspective change, whatever, and I have these moments even in my own personal life where I wake up in the morning and I'm outside and I look at the birds, I look at the trees. I'm like, wow, God is so with me right now. Like I just feel him. And I love sharing about Jesus so much, but most of the things like I learn about him 
I just want, I wanted to let it shift my character of the person I'm becoming and who I am. And so loving and obeying where I am, like that definitely looks like something. And I find that when we do have this perspective change and when Jesus is moving in our everyday and we recognize that, it does something within us. And this is where we're talking about sort of like the whole idea about he can change your inside world was it's so funny. Actually, I journaled this morning. I'm like, I so I was like reflecting on my whole story, like my whole testimony. And I, I said to myself, I know that Jesus is so real and my relationship with him is so authentic because I remember back in the day before I knew Jesus, the things that I was striving for personally, like in my personality, I was like, I want popularity. I have, I don't want, I don't, I feel like I was almost striving mm-hmm. to be jealous and I wanted a big ego and I wanted to be confident <clears throat> and I wanted to be on top and all of these really negative things that diminish this whole idea about who Jesus is. And the second my relationship starts growing with Jesus. He transforms my character and transforms my heart to the fact that actually those things are completely opposite. Like I want to strive to be more humble. I want to strive to find more joy, be more kind, be more patient. And it actually says, this will, I promise you this will be the last thing I read, but it's so cool. It says, um, so don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given. Complementing your basic faith with good, see how it says basic faith? Stop overcomplicating everything. Your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love. And I can promise you that when you, when your heart transforms and when you want those things, I read in Peter, it says like put on love. Like pretend you're like putting on like clothes. I'm pretty sure there's a metaphor in the Bible about that as well. Like I want to wear kindness. I want to wear love. I want to wear joy. And like, I want to be known for being that kind of person. Do you know what's crazy about that verse is I studied it for ages and it was talking about how love should be like your undergarment to everything that you put on. Yeah, it's true. If you literally have this overarching idea of love, just love above everything and you live and obey right where you are with that love overarching your brain, like that's when things start to change. Your eyes just immediately. Yeah, and it's almost like it's sometimes easy for our human behavior to let's just put ourselves in a situation, for example. Let's just say we have a nine-to-five job and we're sitting behind a computer desk from nine-to-five and we're just sitting there and we're like, how is God using me? Like, how am I being used? What's my purpose again? But then you shift your perspective to be like, okay, God, like use me today, make my perspective change to look to you. And then start generating these things. Start putting out more joy to your coworkers. Start looking for ways that you can be extra kind. And what is so incredible is that God says, I have great plans for you. So much bigger than you could ever think, comprehend or imagine. And that encourages me every single day because I go back to my life like six years ago, five years ago, and I'm like, man, is that true? Mm. Our human brains can't even dream up or think about anything that God could have in store for us because it's just that much bigger Mm. that we could never that's right and you look back at people's stories you read about different testimonies and stuff you're like how did that come to be well it came to be because days roll by you know what I mean like you wake up every day and you go to bed at night and that's how God it's also it's also super easy to just assume oh of course God's gonna use the twins like they have a podcast or um of course God's using that girl she has a platform and a stage and this many followers and a really cool blog and everything like that and I've been there like I know what it feels like but it's like no like whoever is listening to this I'm talking to you right now like God can use you and will use you Mm. I was reading my bible this morning um about how you have to ask boldly and how like warring prayers in quotation marks is like 
wind. It's like when you say a prayer and then you just go on like you didn't even pray because you worry about the prayer too much. Um, and you almost like don't believe that what you're praying is kind of worth it. Mm. And um, the comparison is like when you look in the mirror, it's just like when people look in the mirror and they walk away and don't remember what who they are, or what they look like. It's kind of the same idea. And I think as well, you hear about the story that Jesus talks about. And I I put it really simply. Well, I'm actually reading this book called UBU by Jamie Ivey. Best book I've ever read in my entire life. And it speaks volumes to me. And one of the stories that she mentions in one of her chapters is um, the story about these three sons and the dad basically gives them um, coins. One gets like five, one gets 10, one gets two or whatever. And in our humanly thinking, we would look at that and be like, that's so unfair. Like, how did the older son get more than the youngest son? Like, that's not that's not right. That's humanly, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, um, that's not fair or whatever. But two of the sons, they went and they made an investment and they got more coins. You know, they doubled, they doubled their, um, what they received. And the younger son just buried them. He didn't do anything with them. And you see that the dad actually gets super mad at the, at the younger son for not doing anything with what he had been given. And it comes back to this whole idea that God has actually instilled gifts in you. He's installed dreams and desires in your heart Mm. that he wants you to use and utilize, but you're just going to bury them in this, you know, I don't mean to say crap, like it's crap way of thinking of like, he could never, like my days are just boring and mundane and he can't use me. Well, actually I can flip that and say, of course he wants to use you because you are here and you are breathing, meaning you have a purpose. And when I want, there's something that Jamie Ivey says, which I super resonate with as well, is she wants everybody when their time comes and when they're in heaven to go to God so excited, like, God, look what I did with what you gave me. Look what I did with what you gave me. And it's like, do we want that perspective? Do we actually want to use what God has given us? And look at the story again. Sometimes we would look at the fact that, okay, he has 10 more. So that's why he can go double his thing. Or, mm. you know, he has that many gifts, that many talents. That girl has that gift of speaking and, or that kid has that business brain or whatever it is. And you look at that and you think there's no way I can do that because you're looking at what God has instilled in somebody else. But if in fact you take the time to just be still, which in this day and age, when we're busy with our lives, we can't, we don't always have time to do. But if you just sit in stillness with him and know that, okay, God revealed to me what you have put in my heart, the dreams and desires and everything that you want from me, Put it out there in the open so that I can see and then live into that. So I'm here to tell you that your day-to-day is actually being used for good if you use what God has given you. Well, I mean, it's just so true because I know what it's like as a teenage girl when you're looking at, I don't I don't know, I think it's like we spend so much time looking at other people's lives instead of looking at our own and we spend so much time looking at other people's gifts, other people's talents instead of looking at our own. So basically what I want to get at and what me and Paige want to get at with this whole be where your feet are, um, be authentically engaged with your life, even in the mundane, even if it seems like nothing's happening in your world right now, know that God is actually using it and know that he can use everything that is put within you because you are your unique person. And it comes down to this idea about any, everything that Jamie Ivey talks about in her book is to you be you, like actually you be you. And one of the things that she says, it's so cool. She has a whole chapter on like um, contentment versus comparison. And if we change our mind to be like, okay, if I'm looking at that mum who has those perfect kids or that business kid has a successful, he's a huge entrepreneur and I could never do that. 
instead, or even in your workplace or people around you right now who you think are better than you, change that and be like, you know what, actually, I'm going to cheer them on. Because then what that does is you're becoming, it's changing the character of who you are because you genuinely, you want to be excited for their successes. 100%. And I also think a really cool thing that God does, this is just another one of those little things that God does, Mm. is God, like... (sighs) If you ask boldly and believing in your prayer that like, God, I want to see a vision for my life. You could literally be sitting there and see it and like see it in a tunnel view and be like, okay, that's a big picture right there. And the fact that you can do that bigger, like I'm going to step into that every single day. And that's what also changes your everyday as well. Because it's not just you sitting at your desk from Mm -hmm. a nine to five job. It's like, whoa, God's actively working Mm -hmm. for my favor right now. Mm -hmm. And it's knowing that everybody's looks different and I'm me, you're you. And that's okay. You know what I mean? So we speak a lot about how we can use our everyday physically better, how we can engage our lives more by writing our gratitude journal, going for runs. We, we talk about that a lot on this podcast, making your house a home, loving people around you. But I think it's really important that you know yourself. You sit with yourself mm. and you write down the things that you value. You write down the dreams that God has instilled in you. You write down the things that you're passionate about and you use your everyday to go after those things. Mm. Even if you do have a nine to five job, let that be a reason for you to get out of bed every single 100%. day. 100%. And something that Jamie ivy also says that i just love so much she talks about being bloom when you're all planted and basically like she says dream like chase those chase after those dreams as big as you want like i'm all for it but also don't belittle anything that god has for you right now Mm. don't devalue where god has you because if we're talking exactly where god has you i think it's really cool actually if you take some time to Look at your life and look at where God's had you. Okay, God has me doing my podcast and doing mental work at a high school and working for my dad, whatever it is, and wherever God has you, live and obey and love right where you are and engage your life with authenticity. Well, guys, as always, here are some key takeouts from this week's episode. Make sure you strive to find contentment in exactly where you are no matter what season you are in. Just know it is perfectly what God has planned for you. Remembering that you don't need to overcomplicate life. Keep it simple. And lastly, you have gifts and blessings and make sure to use them for exactly what you feel called to do. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay safe and we'll catch you guys next Saturday. Bye.